0: Ingerman. And I'm Renee Barbeau, and we welcome you to the Shaman's Cave. This is a remarkable opportunity for us to gather together and to enter the Shaman's Cave together to dream a new world into being.
1: All right, are we live? I think so. Hi, everybody. This is Sandra. And I'm Renee, and this is the Shaman's Cave. And we're trying something different today. We're going to go live on Facebook, but it's going to take me a minute. And Sandra's going to talk while I move us around so people can see us in other places.
0: Yeah, so um, we're... In this uh, session, basically, we're going to continue some of the work that we started to do last week. And so um, one of the things that I I just wanted to share is uh, Renee and I are really happy doing a a 30-minute show. And we have to understand that as far as practices go, in 30 minutes with a lecture and a practice, you know, there's only so much we can get done on one show. And so the seed that I planted last week about um, creation stories and that shamans in traditional cultures really knew their creation stories because it was their creation stories that helped them to uh, um, create and design their healing ceremony. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a really important part of the work. And so we didn't have time to give you a full practice of creation stories, but I did give you um, some ways that you could work with it through automatic writing. You can go back and review our last show or if you know how to journey, journeying to your creator and learning your creation story. So we're gonna continue on that theme today, but I just want to encourage you that creation stories is really a key part of how shamans know how to heal. And so I just want to encourage you to do some more work with your creation story. Um, and it will it will help you to deepen your understanding of uh, building those new blocks of reality as we start to work on creation and manifestation.
1: Absolutely, and also. I'm more of a promoter than she is, so I'm going to say, or I'm sure that you could work with your spirit animal guides to learn more about your creation or, you know, the wind master program that I teach this this spring, which will go deeper into this whole concept as well. So that aside, we're giving you a taste so you can take your work deeper and take it home into your communities. Right, Sandra? That's right. Yeah. I'm definitely more of a promoter than you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, you know, there are many different ways, and last week I talked about, um, I did write about uh, creation stories and the importance in my books, Medicine for the Earth and Walking in Light, and so you can get some beautiful examples of creation stories, especially in Medicine for the Earth and how they were used, so...
1: You know, when you were talking about that last week, I don't know if we've talked about the fact that, you know, when you said that you read everything on creation, you could find. And then if you look at the stack of books that has lived in my home for the last, you know, five or six years or, you know, they back to creation and, and last night when I was taking a wind walk or actually I went up on the mountain yesterday and the wind was whipping and. And by the, you know, you don't necessarily always get the information on that wind walk. It sometimes comes a little later. And they, what I was kind of told by the wind yesterday is that the piece that I'm going to bring today is about a formula for creation. Mm. There's formulas and, and that, you know, the, the little aspects that I've been able to tap into are actually like recipes, which I was a chef. So a recipe for how you create each and every time was kind of exciting
0: yeah and I have a formula for um uh, I call it the formula for transmutation, but in my workshops, I tell people it's also the formula for creation, so that would be great. We could compare our different
1: formulas. <laughs> oh, how exciting is that yeah <laughs> and I'm like I'm one who could get like get it way too far into it so um and it may or may not be relevant but last week when when Sandra started to do the journey exercise, which you know, I I encourage people to go back to do all of a sudden I started to swirl and and it was like this internal swirl. And that's only one, one of my five formulas. So I figured I wasn't going to give you the whole elephant today, but I would stick to one specific part and tell you that there's, you know, more to it than that. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, I could oh, you're waiting for me to go. Well, I'm all right, I'll I'll hop right in. So one of the things that w- what was a curious thing for me would when I got to the creation stories, because I was first tracking wind. All right. I started with Mary Poppins and you know, all of that. And all of a sudden I didn't know where this hot air balloon of inspiration was taking me, but all of a sudden I was at the creation stories and I'm there like, huh, how interesting that all of these creation stories have wind components to them and so then as the same way I broke apart the medicine wheel on my living room floor I started to pile into these creation stories into their very various thematic winds and and what I came up with was um five that I've been working with five um dynamic winds of creation but there's two more one of them my editor said don't touch yet And, you know, and there's two of them because they're like, they're a little bit, they're, they're, they're not the friendlier formats that we like, which (laughs) according to, you know, that according to, you know, where we could be going, we might have to meet those other, those other dynamics. But the one that, um, that spoke to me was the, um, the, the gestation. And I shared an image on the shaman's cave yesterday in the group is that it was, curious to me that the Fibonacci, you know, that whole, the spiral, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the fetus and the tornado all kind of started with that same spiral curve. And that um, if we could learn how to work with that kind of energy in our own creations, and remember, this is just one format for creation, but that, that it's a, um, it's a divide and multiply system. So that as you get one part, you can divide and multiply, which is kind of in a certain way, what we're trying to create here in this uh, this format is, is how you can then start to go and live and take this stuff to your own community.
0: Absolutely. And what one thing I just wanted to add to that is, um, it's really interesting that your editor said, well, we don't wanna talk about these two wins yet because What I find is uh, one of the things that we like to do in our culture is we wanna make sure that we've domesticated our power animals and helping spirits. Um, I, I do an exercise in some of my classes where I have, Um, helping spirits do discussions about together what they're seeing on earth and the groups always get really upset because the spirits don't speak in the way that they wanted them to and we oftentimes try to domesticate our helping spirits and It would, and those wins are probably really key wins that we need to learn about right now to let go of some of our control issues of how we want the spirits to be a certain way.
1: So you want me to tell you what they are just so that they're dynamics. (laughs) Yeah. I'm only planting that (laughs) seed
0: that this is what we do as a culture is spirits that can't be controlled. We don't talk
1: about. And you know that that was one of them was like that one of the creation uh, myths that they very rarely talk about is the one of explosion, you Mm -hmm. know, that everything blew up and, you know, uh, you know, and then we tried you're right. We tried to domesticate it. Well, that's chaos at its finest, you know, and, and the other one that I came to um, was betrayal. Mm. And, and so, you know, they're a little bit different than the other dynamics, which, you know, our partnership with Nate, you're right, process order, you know, the oppositional forces, all of those that like slide off your tongue really nice. But when you have to look at like, how often has betrayal been the impetus that planted that next seed? It was funny mm-hmm. you said planting a seed because the whole idea of the gestation dynamic is planting a seed and, you know, tending to it so that um, the seed grows. And like in a, in a birth, you know, you don't want the fetus, you don't want the baby to come out at four months. You want the baby to come out at about nine, thir- whatever, 33, how many ever weeks, but nine months. <laughs> nice. and in- and then, you know, and if you hold on to it too long, how many times have we had stillbirths with our creations? Because, you know, we, oh, this idea is so great or this creation is so wonderful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suck it dry because I don't dare, you know, somebody else might get to it if I share it. So there's this ebb and flow of creation that, that if we look to the patterns of these winds, we can really define that the wind is always... If we really, truly are are aligned to nature, we're aligned to those wind patterns, and they have their own creative creation cycles or dynamics as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why um, there was a teacher um, out there who, he, he's no longer with us anymore, and I won't share names, but... He was always trying to get people not to work with the elements because of their neutral nature, <laughs> um, meaning, again, you can't domesticate the winds, and, and they might um, bring to you things that maybe you don't desire, but this is part of your healing and what you need, and I'm so fanatical and all shamans are around the world. This was a teacher who um, there wasn't a lot of agreement about um, the nervousness of working with the elements because the elements are key. To all shamans to work with and learn how to be allies Um, because no matter what the spirits are bringing to you because they bring you really hard things and and so the winds do that too they're bringing it to you for your growth and evolution not to punish you or because they're evil but we called in the spirits to help us grow and then we want to control the lessons, you know? And so, um, and you know, this is an important, important part of the conversation on creation because um, how we create those new building blocks of reality because control can be an issue that destroys what we really want to create, especially when we're um, bringing ego into the mix.
1: And I think I, I commented on something this week on the shaman's cave wall about, you know, who's to define what progress is, you uh, know, and and, and I, I hope, you know, I didn't want to step on any toes or anything, but whenever I think I know what's in, in the, the highest and best good for all, I I've moved from my my spirit state into what does Renee want for self today? and. Right you know, that whole thing around, I I had that lesson around some of the political stuff that went on and it wasn't what I wanted, but it might've been what we needed. And, and that's the part that we always dance with about, you know, for the highest and best of this person or this. And I think as we heal, it's more societal, like, you know, how do we live in harmony with each other? Right.
0: Yeah. And I think that all goes back to building relationships, you know, which we talked about really building strong relationships because until we build strong relationships, how do we live in harmony with each other or with the winds or with any of the elements or with any other living beings on the planet, you know?
1: Absolutely. And the wind, if you think about like a simoon in the desert, what happens is the wind moves one one little pebble at a time and that one pebble ricochets off another pebble ricochets off another pebble and so they keep the momentum of like even this gestation this tornado it starts as something that is wider and and gets more intense well the same thing happens with the way we create anything it's you know this whole idea of you know there's an intensity of, of 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 a group you know putting their energy towards on a positive outcome that might be more like living in harmony and we don't know what that looks like but we could put our intention towards creating harmony right or balance or peace you know i'll never forget one time when the shaman who i, I was furious at said go in peace and i was like or walk in peace learn to walk in peace you know that was my lesson <laughs> was like and, and and learning to walk in peace doesn't necessarily mean that's an easy walk
0: yeah yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, um, on my my um, March transmutation news, my monthly column, for those of you who are not aware of it, on SandraIngerman.com, one of the uh, brilliant um, practitioners and teachers who I trained, uh, Tracy, she gave a beautiful practice of uh, planting peach trees, mm-hmm. you know, for where you can't deal with where there's conflict in the world, and one of my students uh this is really interesting. One of my students um you know loved that practice that Tracy shared, and I really hope those of you who are not familiar with my monthly column will go read this column there's a very powerful practice in there. And one of my students uh, emailed me that in Japan they actually have planted real peace gardens Mm -hmm. to deal with um, what happened in in Hiroshima. And it's a lovely example of a culture who um, planted peace gardens with no blame no, uh, you did this, none of that, just let's bring peace to this situation. I mean, that's really beautiful um, that that was done as a culture, and it gives us a lot to think about.
1: Especially as we're going to move today to do, you know, that building blocks of the creation. So like you know, if you think about in terms of this gestation uh, dynamic that I brought in, that this, you know, there's this there's dark and silent place. You know, if you think about for me to that, I try to always do my creating from that dark and silent place because you, you're not going to make changes. Think about when you're driving up the throughway a hundred miles an hour and you want to get off. You don't. You, what do you do? You slow down. You, you, you know, you. You, you turn on your signal. You let spirit know that you really are wanting to change direction here. So going to that place first as, as, a, as a practice of creation makes absolute sense. And then deciding, okay, when is the timing for this? You know, and that could, you know, that you could use your shamana practices and everything else, but knowing when, when the time is right. I mean, how many times have I like gotten a great idea and jumped off the cliff? And then I'll think, oh my God, now I got one more thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, another
0: another side of that too, I I like to give the example of writing um, because I've written 12 books and I, you know, I used to, like all writers, I used to get into, oh my God, I have writer's block. And then at some point um, in my writing career, Well, basically, in in one book in particular, um, I I wrote part of the book really quickly, and then the rest didn't come for five years. And then when it came, the rest came in two weeks. And what I realized for myself, and I teach this to all writers, is there's no such thing to writer's block when you think you're in writer's block, that's that gestation that's going on in the silence, in the darkness. And that's the most powerful part of the creation process is what's going on that nobody can see and, and is silent and is, is in the darkness. And then when the time is ready, um, it really just, new growth just burst forth. And so, if we can start to move away from how we think about we're blocked in our creativity, but go back to what you're saying, Renee, of the important part of the, is the gestation
1: process. Absolutely. I was just talking to somebody writing some copy for me and she was saying, well, so you're saying that the, that, you know, people haven't set, you know, their new year's goals, they've fallen short on their new year's goals. And they're like, No, what I'm saying is, is why on earth would you have already set a new year's goal when it's the spring, it's the time to plant those sturdier seeds, you know, so, so that they can, you know, that, that creation can be in its, in, in its cycle, not in our, let's define that we're going to jump into this year and we're going to go on headstrong, but no, like, you know, really letting the clues of nature guide our creations instead of us trying to, you know, control nature. Right.
0: Yeah. We want to domesticate everything. We want to be in control of everything and we want to be in control of life and what life brings us. And and that's one of our greatest challenges, I think as humans is um, to let go of that sense of control and to surrender.
1: <laughs> well, so what are we going to do? How are we going to do that? I, I know you've got an exercise for this. I do have an ex- has exercises for everything. She's like, <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to do some of these too, but I just love hers, and she's just got a, a an arsenal of them. That's the arsenal yeah. the word. That's
0: well, awesome. actually, I, I don't always have an arsenal because I'm always journeying for something fresh, and so I was. I was journeying for something fresh for our community to be able to do. Because as I said, we didn't have the time last week to bring you fully into your creation stories. And that is going to be something you have to do, spending time in nature, doing automatic writing, journeying. It, it's really important. It really will help you to um, bring uh, a greater solidity uh, into your shamanic work because the creation stories actually create a roadmap for you of how to create. That was the whole point. This is how the creator created life on earth. And you learn from the steps of the story that you get is this is the way you create new life. So it's really important to go back and and do that work. But what I got uh, when I journeyed on it of, my God, we just have this short amount of time. What do we do for today to augment what we were talking about last week? And what I got is for us to do a journey together where we go and ask um, to hear the sound of creation. I'm gonna take you into a loving universe where you're gonna hear the sound of creation. And then um, what I was told for our community to do, I've never worked like this before, this is new, is to come up with an affirmation, an affirmation that goes with the sound of creation. And you're to speak that affirmation throughout the day as a way to start flooding the, cre- uh, the collective with new vibration of energy where we can start building um, that new fabric of reality that's filled with harmony, which is what we wanna be creating right now. So if you have a drum or rattle that you'd like to use with me as I do this, please feel free to. Shamanism is not a passive process, it's an active process where shamans drum, rattle, dance, sing and move while they do their journeys. And so join me if you'd like to. And if you just wanna be silent, just follow me um, out into the universe. So I'll begin, I'll be guiding you every step of the way, so take a deep cleansing breath. And let's start by holding the intention of just stating the question, can I step into the field of energy of the creator? And the reason we ask permission is it's a way for you to prepare yourself so that you're not bringing what isn't working in your life into this journey, but you're going in
1: being spirit led instead of ego led. Because
0: when you ask a helping spirit or a force of nature, if you can step into their field of energy, you wanna make sure you're coming in from only the purest space of spirit and not dragging anything from your personality or ego into the sacred space. So using that intention We use our imagination to move out of our rooms, stepping out, crossing the veils between the ordinary and non-ordinary realms. We all fly together, again, being led by our spirit up to the loving, Field of creation. This field of creation is filled with so much love. The power of the universe is filled with so much love. And it's always singing the song of creation. In the East, oftentimes people work with the vibration of Aum as a way to tap into the song of creation. And if that feels right to you, you can do some toning now. Oh. this loving field of creation, knowing that your time is short here today, but you can return to this place of unconditional love and pure vibration that we can manifest anything our spirit leads us to from this place. Bathe in the love, and while you bathe in the love, let an affirmation form words that you can use that represent this incredible vibration of life, of new life, of every form we can bring through, including that of harmony. If we really are willing to put the energy into our work, the energy that's needed, that sustained power and energy. And so with your affirmation, it's time for you to return from this beautiful place of pure, pristine energy where all light forms from. Just as you
1: flew out of your room to this
0: place of amazing stillness, but yet such potential, with your intention, travel back to the room that you're journeying in. Feel yourself fully back, grounding, connected, to the spirit of the land where you live, connecting fully to that love and to that support. And open your eyes and be back. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. And when I got this journey for our group, again, I haven't worked in this way before. I was told that um, one way to transfer that vibration of the song of creation into our daily life to fill the collective so that the collective starts to transform energetically also, which is what we're trying to do, is by speaking that affirmation throughout the day, which holds that vibration of creation and new birth. And so if you didn't get an affirmation in this journey, you can sit and go out into nature or have a cup of tea or... Um, take a walk, whatever you do to get clear and come up with some words that represent that vibration that you can infuse uh, into your daily life at work, wherever you are. Every time we need to uh, give a pulse to the collective of a beautiful vibration filled with harmony, use your affirmation.
1: Mm, How beautiful the The one that, that I got right away was or I don't know if it was right away, but that I am a creator that I that I own that I can be that creator that you know that we are. And as soon as I, I said that, that same wind, that same gestating wind started to you know with the Fibonacci swirl brought me back. Mm-hmm. So from that still place. I'm finding that every week, even whether I've done the journey or you've done the journey, that later on in the week I've had some kind of shift. Are you feeling that? I mean, that's yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing about
0: shamanism is shamanism, like gardens, you know. I keep saying shamans are gardeners of energy, and we're talking about energy and planting seeds is it takes a while for our psyche to, it takes a while for um, things to settle, uh, new new uh, vibrations, new guidance, new ways of working to settle into our psyche. And all of a sudden, a week or two later, we notice a huge difference in our lives. Um, but oftentimes people go, well, I didn't feel anything in the moment, um, but, that's not how nature works. It's, it, it's a process of settling.
1: (laughs) Right. I heard like some, one of my clients who was in unable to have a, a sustainable relationship. I just got word that, you know, they're having a baby and it's just like, it works in retrospect, you know, how would you know from here that you did that work there, but that's just how, how yeah. it flows sometimes. So um, I love the process and I, I love our conversations and yeah, absolutely. We still have many roads to travel. I think we just, <laughs> easy, easy touch the surface of this, this creation energy at all, but yeah. you know, we will, we, I'm sure we'll touch back in here a lot on this, right?
0: Absolutely. Because this is, this is a, uh, Uh, an exciting topic for me and a passion for me, but I know that our show has come to a close, but we will definitely be walking this road some more.
1: (laughs) And for those of you who are are joined us later, you can find out all about our our show at shamanstv.com. And we have a Facebook group called the shamans cave, which seems to be growing by 40 or 50 people a day. It's (laughs) I know it's awesome. And Uh, And you can find out more about how to get to each of our websites from there. And we do this weekly at at 10 a.m. on Sunday and make this part of your Sunday morning.
0: Yeah, please join us. Um, This is a place to get some inspiration so that um, in a time where people are feeling so overwhelmed it's time for us to tune to a different station, a station of hope and inspiration. And that's what we're doing on the Shaman's Cave. So visit Shaman's TV for more information and blessings to everyone. And thank you, Renee, for another beautiful show.
1: Oh, I know. I'm so honored to sit here together and do this. This is so much fun. Yeah. (laughs) Serious fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See everyone soon.